welcome to Ice to See podcast. My name is Brittany, and I am so grateful that you are still here with me. <laughs> I know I probably, I think I'm actually 100% sure I said that the last time I recorded a podcast. And so, thank you. Um, I think last time there was a lot of, we had just moved, and there was a lot of, you know, just busy times with everything. And I think that carried into summer. Um, things get busy, right? And sometimes I've realized that stuff that we like doing, maybe things that you like doing might get put on the back burner for a little bit. And not that they've gone away, but you kind of have to reprioritize, you know, what's important. So anyways, the podcast was put on the back burner. And um, now that my kids are back in school and hopefully they can stay there, um, that has helped a lot with um, kind of opening up some extra time to really start doing and recording more podcasts. And so hopefully I can be more consistent moving forward. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, this episode is titled, How Can I Help? And I thought a lot about this um, this week. Um, partly just, I think, with watching the news or um, there's some stories uh, or a story that came out um, a few weeks ago that I'll, I'll talk about that had to reference that question of how can I help. Um, but whether you have been the person saying it or the person receiving it, I think one way or the other, we've probably all done both. And so I teach um, early morning seminary, um, for those of you that don't know. And if you don't know what seminary means, um, is basically um, where youth ages 14 to 18, so grades um, freshmen to senior in high school, get up every morning. And we have class at 610 to 7 o'clock. And we learn and read scriptures and learn about our Savior Jesus Christ and how we can uh, make sure that he is in our story. And it's just a really, really great place to be. Um, the youth um, in those ages that are in high school have a lot going on and they're bombarded with so many different things. And I love it so much because what a better place um, to be than seminary to have Jesus and with you all day. So anyways, I asked this question to my class this week about what does it mean or why would you ask the question, how can I help? And sometimes teenagers' brains don't quite move as quickly in the morning. And I'm not a teacher anymore, but I'm not a morning person. So mine doesn't either. <laughs> That's why we, we work together so good. But um, I had a young man in my class say, well, I think it's based on obviously that you care about the person that you are asking this question. And I love that response by him because it's true, right? You have that sense of compassion for someone else, um, whether they're a friend or a family member, or even if it's someone you don't even know. Um, that you can see that's maybe having a hard time or needs a friend or is in danger that you want 
to lend a hand and you want to help that person. So um, I was watching, um, I live in Colorado um, now, but I grew up in Utah my whole life, basically. And um, KSL News <laughs> is Channel 5. And this may sound really silly and ridiculous, but it's the truth. Um, we have lived outside of the state of Utah for over 10 years now. But no joke, I still um, tune in to KSL um, like it's my news. And I know I need to know what's going on in Utah. I have no idea. But I, I like KSL. So they've always been my news, whether I live in the state or not. So a few weeks ago in August, it was towards the end, um, they had a news story. And they had shared a video of um, a birthday party that was going on. And it was, um, I don't know exactly where it was. I didn't really pay attention to that. But it was, they're, they're having a birthday party at a place that had um, this crocodile um, named Darth Vader, I think was his name, which I think is a great name for an alligator. Um, but they had the video showed like a group of, you know, little boys that and their parents watching. And um, the trainer, this girl, um, was talking to the group and explaining things about the alligator. And um, she opened up their, the, I want to try to get this like so you can picture it. So there was like a, a glass partition, like a glass box. And then in the glass box was like, you know, water and then this ginormous alligator and she was on the outside and like the glass door thing would slide open. And so she was talking and then she's like, Oh, you know, explaining what she's going to do. So she opens up the glass door and you can see her reach out her hand, um, kind of to like push him back a little bit and reading, um, the article, I guess, um, when rewatching it, I guess she had done something with her hand that the alligator had thought it was like feeding time and, and it wasn't. And so what ended up happening was, is the alligator got, it looked like her wrist or hand. I couldn't, you couldn't really see clearly, but it, it got her arm. So it chomped down on her and then she like, it pulled her in to like the water, which wasn't super deep. Um, but you know, there was water and the alligator, if those of you that know things about alligators, um, I'm not a professional about this, but I do know this cause I want to know if an alligator bites me, like what is going to happen. Anyways, the alligator, when it chomps down on something like prey or dinner time or whatever, they do a death roll. So they spin and that's to like, or pull them into the water. And that's just their instinct to do that. And so that's what started to happen. And there was a man behind the glass that had, which I, I thought this was very inspiring. He had a bright yellow, one of those safety green yellow vests on. And I thought maybe he, like looking at the video, I thought maybe he worked there, but he didn't come to find out he didn't. And you see him kind of jump into the picture and um, he's like, he's yelling, you know, I need, we need help in here. We need help in here. And he, all of a sudden there's like this light switch like goes off and he literally 
jumps in, like dives in to this situation. And no joke, you guys, he like gets on top of this alligator, like on his back. And you hear him say like, you know, how can I help? And it's like, you almost think that like, he didn't even think about it. He didn't, he just acted right. He had that moment of compassion for this girl and he knew that she was in trouble. And it goes on. It seems probably like to them like minutes, but it was, it was probably, gosh, maybe 30 seconds. And, and (laughs) between this trainer and this gentleman, they, they, he then asked her like, well, like, what do I do next? I, I, I don't know. And then, um, he, they have, he starts talking to her and asking her name. And in the meantime, her, he's on the back of the alligator and this trainer's hand is in the alligator's mouth and she tells them her name and he tells her her name and he asks her if she's doing okay. And no one's like, no one's panicking. It was like the most calm environment I think I've ever seen. And after, I'll probably like a minute or so um, the alligator releases and lets her go and, and someone standing by pulls her out. And so now the trainer is out and now this gentleman is alone with this ginormous alligator on top of his back and the alligator's like, you can tell he's frustrated. And so he's like, you know, his tail swinging around and it looks like almost like, you know, like the Bronco, like when you sit on maybe not Bronco, like, you know, one of those bulls and they like buck you off. That's kind of what it was, but like alligator style, you know, now you can envision this. So that's kind of what's going on. And the trainer who just got bit is now telling this man what to do and how she can help him safely get off of this alligator without getting hurt. So he's holding on while the alligator is, you know, splashing around and, and she's walking him through it and you can see her in the picture and here she's probably hurt herself, but she knows that she now needs to return this help to this man who just helped her and she's calm and cool and collected and her training then was a huge help to this man and he got off the alligator safely. And it was just one of those moments where I thought to myself, hmm, (laughs) what would you do if you were there? Okay. Put yourself at the birthday party as a parent with your kids. We've all of our kids have had birthday parties. And what, think about that for a minute and how that comes about. And here's these little kids. Oh, and I forgot to tell this part. You can go back and watch the, the video. Oh, it's on, like I said, KSL. Um, but the, these little kids that were watching their mom, their sweet moms, like pulled them away from the, the glass when this was happening. And it was kind of funny in a sense, not what was happening to this trainer, but that the mom was like, go look at the snakes, go look at the snakes. And like that, that was like, that was obviously so much better than the situation that they were in. So I don't like snakes. I don't like alligators either. But anyways, so it just made me think about like, if I would have been there, would I have jumped in? Would I have thought to myself, this girl needs help. I'm going to go ahead and get on the back of this alligator. And, um, a lot of, um, 
trainers and other people had, when they had watched the video back, had said that the situation um, obviously could have been a lot worse and even maybe even deadly if that man wasn't willing to step in and not step in. He literally dove in to help save this girl. And I think sometimes we forget um, whether that means that we forget to ask for help ourselves, which is super hard to do, I think. Or when people ask if they can help us, I think the common phrase that everyone likes to use is, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I've got this. But really deep down, you're thinking like, well, maybe, but I really don't know how you can help me. So I've thought a lot about that this week, um, especially with, like I said, what's going on in the news from um, Afghanistan to the hurricane that came through this last week and that it's still going um, and the damage and the people that have been displaced because of the hurricane. And I think a lot of times we kind of feel helpless almost like, well, I live here and they live there and I really want to help, but I don't know how to help. And so that's what this pod, this podcast episode is, is, is walking through that process of thinking, how can I help? What can I do to help those around me? And how can I be willing to let those people in my life in to allow to help me when I need it? So um, a few years ago, we were living in Texas. We lived in Austin, Texas. Um, and four years ago, um, we had a hurricane that came up and, um, it devastated Houston. Um, it was, it was so bad. I can't remember. I should have looked it up before I started recording about how much rain they got. And the, basically the huge difference, um, with the hurricane was, It wasn't as large, I don't think, as this last one that came through. But the problem was is that it stalled and it just kept raining and raining and raining and wouldn't move. And so the water and the flooding were the biggest issue um, in Texas. And I remember um, even being up from Houston. So where we lived, we were about four hours away from Houston. So we weren't super close. We were far enough away. But we still had our own share of flooding, not as nearly as bad as Houston, but um, we did get the rain and the wind. Um, And I remember thinking, seeing the reports and seeing on the news of people losing their houses or having like five feet of water in their house and um, people being stranded on their rooftops or in their attics because they weren't expecting all of this rain and then to not have it not move along. And so I remember we, when we lived there that, um, down in, in Texas, um, our state president who is a person that is over all of our wards or churches in a particular area had asked for men, um, and young men to go down and help in Houston. And um, they were going to be gone over the weekend, including Sunday. Um, And it was going, they were going to be um, 
actually sleeping in a high school down in Houston because obviously the hotels, there was nowhere else to stay. And so the high schools had opened their doors to all the volunteers that had wanted to help. So my husband and son went that weekend and they were going to be gone for two days, technically. And they were given their assignment of working in a neighborhood and they weren't exactly sure what they would be doing. Um, They just knew that the neighborhood needed help and they showed up to these owners' homes and just asked, you know what, how can we help? What can we help you do? What do you want us to do next? And our the church that we go to, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, they have an organization called Helping Hands. And it's this bright, They you get to wear, it's awesome. You have this bright yellow vest that has like hands on it. And so you can't miss the Helping Hands group. I loved it. I loved, I loved wearing that vest, which I'll talk about that in a second. But, um, so they were sending me back pictures of the devastation and what they were doing. And it was, it was one of those things that was hard for your, your, like my mind to process, um, what they were seeing. And I mean, I'd seen it on the news before I'd seen hurricanes or storm or flooding and, It's different when you see it on the TV or on a cell phone or pictures versus being in person. So fast forward a couple weeks, um, our area where we lived, we actually continued to help for the next couple weekends. And so by the time I went down, um, we had, it was probably three weeks later, I want to say. So uh, obviously the storm waters had receded and but there was still a lot of cleanup that needed to take place. And I remember going down and um, pulling up to this house. And as we were driving down the street, I remember just looking around and seeing um, some of the houses that had already been mucked out had um, like, you literally saw through the main floor of the house. Um, There was like nothing. And, and it was one of those moments that I had never seen anything like that in my whole entire life. And I, all of everything they own and their possessions and everything that they had was in the middle, like in the street to be picked up and carried away because you can't save anything like that's been sitting in flood water for a long time. And we pulled up to this lady's house and I, I can still remember, um, the house and what it looked like. And this sweet old lady who was a widow, um, and she had wrote out the storm. She had gotten stuck upstairs and, um, because of the floodwaters rose so fast on her first store home, a uh, first story home that she couldn't leave. And so she just waited the storm out upstairs in her home. And I remember, going, helping her like bring her clothes and go through jewelry that if we could keep any. And by that point, because it had been three weeks, their mold was already present and growing. And, um, it was terrible. You guys, I, I, it was something that I just, I will never forget that moment. And I was genuinely heartbroken for this lady and her neighbors around her. And, I had to take a moment out and go sit outside um, on the curb for a second. And I remember just sitting there and 
feeling so overwhelmed um, for her and for these people and seeing people just throw their, their lives out onto the street. And I remember looking up and looking down the street and crazy enough, there was actually houses on that street that were totally fine, totally fine. And you would never know that anything had even happened on that street. And then there were some houses that were completely and utterly ruined. And I kind of just watched the moment and I saw the neighbors of these homes that were completely fine out and helping their neighbors. And they would, they had water and they had food and, you know, it's Texas, right? So if if you've lived in Texas or you've been to Texas, barbecue is a huge deal no matter where you are in the state. And so of course they were barbecuing and, um, serving not just their neighbors, but the volunteers and whatever you need, we've got you, um, just ask us and we can help. And so there was all of these helping hands and it didn't matter who you were, where you come from, what you look like, what church you go to, what church you don't go to. Um, we were all in this together and we were there for the same reason. And that was to show compassion to these people that who had gone through something horrific I remember we had been sitting at a Wendy's. Um, we took a break for lunch and we were so dirty and we were sitting there and I think everyone was just kind of like mentally and physically exhausted. And I remember there was a gentleman that was with a group of people and they were sitting in Wendy's too. And I remember him looking over at our group of yellow shirt vest people and was like, Oh, Hey, you are those, those helping hands. Right. And we were like, yeah, we are. And he's like, that's so awesome. There's so many I've seen yellow everywhere. It's so happy. And I remember thinking that he, when he saw that yellow, um, that that brought him happiness because he couldn't believe how many people had come to help from all over. And so Obviously, you might be thinking, well, those are obviously two really humongous things that can potentially happen. And obviously, there's so many opportunities that you can help in those situations, right? So we may not have a hurricane or obviously ride on the back of an alligator, but there are things that we can do every single day that are simple. And I've thought a lot about this this week. In regards to there's a lot of contention and there's a lot of opinions and there's a lot of feelings and it's kind of overwhelming almost. And I think sometimes we may not know what to say. We may say too much. And instead of showing compassion, we may show contention, right? And so I think if we can have this idea of how can I help and use that every single day in any situation that we're in, that we'll have a better compassion for each other, whether we have the same opinions or beliefs or whatever it is that we can still show that compassion and love for one another. And so I have a challenge for you. I like to give you guys a challenge just to think about, to ponder is how can I help this person? How if someone, something is happening around me and it's causing me to feel anger or contention instead of reacting, how can I help? 
How can I help the situation better? That may be not to say anything. That may be to just listen. That may be to, I don't know, it could be anything, right? But if we allow ourselves to just pause and stop and think before we speak, I know we've heard this like as little kids, like think before you speak, right? But there, there's really power in that, right? If you think before you act or speak and you think with the intentions of how can I help? How can I help this person? How can I help them? How can I help them and their family? Or how can I help the situation at work? So to make it better instead of worse. Or if someone is talking about something that is could potentially be something that causes contention later, how can I help? And I know if we have the attitude of that, of helping others, that will shine through our actions. And that contention and anger and opinions that are so strong right now will hopefully just soften a little bit. And even if our hearts are just softened for one another, that that will allow us to just open that door of just loving each other, no matter what, right? We're all in this together. We live in the day that we do. And if you turn on the news, it can be really disheartening and you're bombarded by all of this information um, and opinions and truths or not truths or all of it, right? How can you help? And sometimes there's things that are going on in the world or in our own country that are far away from us. And you might think, well, I'd really like to help, but I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how to do that where I live. And in those moments, you guys, sometimes the best thing that you can honestly do is just pray. Pray for those people. Pray for a country. Pray for just how you're feeling to help or how can I help or just pray for peace. Um, We have a loving Heavenly Father who loves all of his children and he is there for us anytime we need him. We just have to go to him in prayer. And sometimes those answers to our prayers may not come as we think that they should. Um, We may be praying for physical relief of something and instead there's peace there and that's okay. But I know if we include our Heavenly Father in our decisions of praying and asking Him, you know, who is someone that I can help today? Help me be to be aware of people around me. Or maybe there isn't, I don't know anyone today. Maybe someone, I can run into someone at, you know, the grocery store that needs help and I can be there at the right time. Um, whatever it looks like, you guys, I really strongly feel that if we all could just do this just a little bit um, by just helping others, whatever that looks like, that our world would much be a much better place. And the other piece of this little puzzle of, of help is you may be on the receiving side of help. And maybe you might need help yourself. And but it's hard, right? You might be thinking to yourself, I'm not asking. I don't want people to know. I don't want to ask people for help. I can do this on my own. I'm just fine. And you honestly, you probably are can capably do it on your own, right? It it probably won't be easy, but letting others help and serve you or 
opening that door to allowing people into your life, you receive just the greatest blessings as if you're doing that with someone else and you're blessing someone else. Um, I totally understand. We've been in situations with our family um, within the last year. And when I had been recovering from surgery um, last year that when I had complications that really changed our plan. And I remember people reaching out and me saying, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. When instinctively I was thinking like, that would be really nice, but I feel really dumb to say yes. And I finally got to the point where I was like, you know what? I really need this help. I need to say yes. And it was miraculous. Um, I was extremely touched by people who were willing to help my family and blessings that came to these people because of their willing to serve me. I felt so much love and compassion for these people that were willing to help me and our family in a time of need and no questions asked. And it was a blessing for the both of us. So this week and forever, I don't want this to end after a week. <laughs> so, so when you go about your day and, and a situation occurs before you, whether it's at work, at home, at the store, in the car, ask yourself the question before you react, how can I help? Maybe someone cuts you off driving in your car. And instinctively, you're mad, right? I'm ticked off. And I really want to yell at you and honk my horn, okay? I'm sure none of you do that. But in, just in case, ask yourself, how can I help? How can I help this situation? And I promise you that your decision thinking and process thinking that you're going to act differently. And when you act differently, I guarantee that there's going to be some sort of compassion or love that you show to someone else or that it's shown to you. I'm so um, just grateful to um, have this platform of my podcast um, just to kind of share my thoughts in a crazy world that we live in. And I hope that this message of how you can help others and then what you can do next in the process will change your mindset of everything that's going on and have a different attitude. And, and I know, I know you guys, if we do this together and we take upon us loving one another unconditionally and showing compassion for those that are different or that think different things or have different opinions or whatever it is that we can change our communities, our families, the world by just willing to open that door of how can I help? Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you next time. (laughs) 